I meditate every morning. I, that's the very first thing I do when I wake up in the morning and that I've been doing it for three years and I just do a 10 minute little calm app meditation. It's called the daily calm. And it, my kids know if they come in and my headphones are in, if they get up early and they're like, Oh, mommy's doing her calm and they'll leave, you know, they've gotten accustomed to it because that, if I don't start my day that way, then everything just seems to be wonky. Hey everyone, welcome to another week of the five minute inner child. I am your host, Jonna, and this week's episode is going to be a conversation with Jen Moss. She is a friend of mine that I have met and she has all kinds of tips and tricks to share on thriving through motherhood. She is the host of the Living Joyful and Well podcast and also the founder of the LJW Collective, which is a community for moms. Right now the waitlist is closed, but it will open up again if you want to get on it. You can find her on Instagram at Living Joyful and Well. She also has a couple of freebies, including um, a gratitude meditation and also even a phone wallpaper. So for your phone. And I thought that was pretty cool. Our conversation talks about maintaining that self-connection through daily meditation and staying active and really kind of trying to figure out what are the things that light you up and keep you going through motherhood. And she is very passionate about going from that survival mode to thriving, which really resonated with me without doing the emotional bypassing that can sometimes happen um, if we're not also processing the big feelings. And so we talk through that. And that to me is huge because even though we sort of do approach this topic with a sort of optimism for gratitude, it doesn't mean that we're also not giving some time to feel the feelings. I really love Jen. She is so much fun. I really wish this conversation could have gone on forever, but I hope you enjoy it. If you do find that it resonates with you, please share it with a friend or leave a review at Five Minute Inner Child. And that will just help other people find this podcast more easily. Well, without any further ado, here is my conversation with Jen Moss. Hi, Jen. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm great, Jonna. How are you doing? It's good to talk to you again. I'm good. This is fun that we get to see each other again because I was on your podcast not too long ago yeah. um, that we've, well, in time, <laughs> it's been a couple <laughs> of months. I don't know when this will air exactly, but um, so tell me a little bit about um, your podcast. And I always like to start with like the origin story of how we met and how we got connected. So go ahead and tell us all that. Yeah. So we are in a group of online podcasting group together, which is how we met, which is so awesome. Like, I just feel like the universe kind of came together or something happened. I don't know. Something happened that I was put into this group or wanted to go in whatever. Um, and now I've been connected with amazing people such as yourself. And I just feel very blessed and very I don't even know what the right word is, but it's just, it's this magical thing because I've met people that are magical and 
Um, my podcast is for moms. It's called Living Joyful and Well, and it's about supporting moms, inspiring moms um, to live joyfully, live a healthy lifestyle, and to thrive through motherhood as opposed to just surviving motherhood. Because we're all surviving. I mean, it's just especially nowadays, but I feel like we can thrive through motherhood as well and enjoy it. Enjoy the day is my mantra. And I just kind of where everything stemmed from for me, Um, because I feel like a lot of people, a lot of moms, especially just, we're just trying to get by and get our kids back in bed and then, you know, drink our evening wine or whatever and (laughs) go to bed and start it all over again. So, right. That, that is so needed. And I know for me, like, being a mom was probably one of the most jarring experiences where you just kind of, I went into survival mode. I know that a lot of people do. I know that I'm not the only one that you sort of just go into this space of surviving. And so I love that you're trying to help moms thrive because that's so needed. And yeah. Yeah. When I, so I became a mom at 40, I was much older um, than most people that I know. And we didn't even, we weren't even sure we wanted to have kids. And then when I turned 39, I looked at my husband and I go, um, maybe we should start thinking about it. You know, I'm getting older and you never know what's going to happen or whatever. So then I had my daughter and I've always worked out in the public. I've been in retail, I've been in sales, I've been in fitness and all kinds of things. So I was always talking to people and I had my daughter and I was isolated and by myself. And I was going to go back to work after I had her. And then when she came out, I was like, Nope, there's no way I'm leaving this kid. (laughs) I waited a long time for this. And so, um, I stayed home, which I'm very blessed to be able to have stayed home, but I was so lonely. Like it was horrible. And I have like 8 million pictures of the first couple of years with both of my kids, because I would lay on the floor and just take pictures and just, you know, cause it was just the three of us, you know, I had my son a year and a half later, they're only 19 months apart. And so it was me with them, which is great. And, but I was isolated and I didn't know what to do. And, um, I was looking for my group and it was just being a mom was very hard, very, I mean, I love it, but it's, I also want something else. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's, it's so all encompassing. I mean, you could, the thing is our kids would take as much of us as we will keep giving. And so I do think that there, you know, that instinctual part of us where we just want to give and we want to nurture. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a very strong instinct, but then it, something happens, right. Where we then lose a little part of ourselves in that disconnection. I mean, I definitely experienced that isolation too, even though I did return to work part-time um, in some ways that was isolating too, because then you're, you're on in this one sense of, and then you have this time that then is so precious when you get home, it's all precious. So yes. very precious, right? Very precious. It's, all, it's all very it's all precious. wonderful, <laughs> but, but it was like, wow. I, I, I don't know if, I don't know what it was just the combination was a little bit of crazy making for me because then I thought, oh, I need to enjoy it that much more because I'm not there 24 seven or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I tried to go back. So I worked at a running store. I was a manager at a running store before my, that was my last job before I had my kids. And they asked me if I would come back and work weekends and maybe some nights and stuff. And I was like, well, it would probably be good for me to get out. And it was great, but it was awful. Kind of like you said, it was, 
because then I felt like I had to get everything ready to do, you know, for the kids, for my husband, because he's not home with them all the time and, you know, make sure that they have their food and blah, 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 whatever. And that was very like insane to me. And then I would be there and I would be talking to people and it was awesome. And then, you know, eight hours later, he'd pick me up and like, it was chaos again. And I was like, I just can't do that. So I didn't do that for very long because it was just, it was too much. And I know people do it. And I'm very like my sister-in-law works full-time, has three boys. I don't know how the heck she, I don't know how, but you do it because that's just it. what you do, right? Yeah. <laughs> you do. I, it is, it is such an interesting time. I, you know, I'm now 10 years and my oldest is 10. And so I feel like I finally, I'm like, wow, we did this for 10 years, but, um, and my youngest is four. So she's at preschool today. And so a couple of days a week, oh. I get these these luxurious days of talking with interesting people. And, and I love that you said our magical community, because I really agree. We've really got something special and it's been such, you know, I don't know what the word is it a gift, I guess, to just be able to connect with people that I feel are, are searching for that, that level of connection. And Mm -hmm. that I think I was searching for in early motherhood and just even up until this point, I don't even know. I don't know if I shared this with you that I don't know how I find found this class exactly. Like I, I wasn't searching for a podcast class. So I I don't know how I, I found it. Do you know? Yeah, I'm not really, you know, I, I've been following Kathy for a long time and, um, but I don't know how I came across it either. I came across the boot camp, I guess, cause that's how it led into this, Oh, right. but I had no, intention of joining a program. I'm like, I've had my podcast for a year and a half, just kind of winging it on my own and figuring, you know, I don't need anybody to teach me how to do it because I've already got it going. And somehow I was like, I saw the boot camp and I was like, oh, this looks cool. I'm going to do this. I like Kathy. And I've taken some other of her, you know, stuff and free, free stuff. And I follow her or whatever. And then I had no intention of joining the program. Um, and then at the very end, I was talking with one of the mentors, um, on text and she was, I said, I just don't think this is something that I need to do. She's like, well, what do you, why are, were you here to begin with? And I was like, well, I think because I just thought, what's my next step? You know, I've been doing this for a year and a half and I love it. And I love just talking because I kind of call my podcast, like the mom news channel, because it just comes, whatever I'm thinking about that week is basically what I talk about in my episode for the week or whatever came up or what I learned, or I'm reading about or whatever. Um, sometimes I struggle with that because I'm like, I don't really have anything to share this week, you know, and then I'll be driving along and something will happen. I'm like, Oh, I need to talk about this or, you know, whatever. So, but when I was talking with Beth, she, you know, she was like, well, you know, maybe there's a next step for you and a next, you know, maybe you can grow it. And So it ended up that I just joined it and I'm so grateful that I did because now I have these connections and I feel more joyful and more like thriving as a mom, because now I'm talking to people and I always was like, I really want to interview people and I really want to get other people on my podcast, but I don't even know how to go about doing that. Whammo, here we are. I've talked to several people. I'm in these group little pods with people. I message people. I mean, it's just it's magical. I don't even know. It's what else. really, it really <laughs> is beautiful. I it's, it, there is something really special about it. And I think that even when, when we connect through these interviews and hopefully be able to share some of that magic with other people that are going to be listening to this, that it is possible to stay connected in these 
journeys we're on that we've felt so disconnected. I mean, that is part of what the appeal was with this class is I began to have all of these connections, even in that boot camp week of like, wow, I don't want this to end. And so I think that being able to hopefully translate some of that to this podcast and to the listeners that this is possible and it is a, we are able to thrive in motherhood and, and beyond. So in, in that whole vein, I mean, this, the name of the podcast is five minute inner child. So the, the idea is to be able to connect with yourself in a way that delights you for five minutes a day, apart from like goals, outcomes, or a sense of worthiness. So would you say that podcasting is, is something that does that for you? Is that something that lights up that part of your brain for you? Or is it something else? Like talk a little bit about that. Okay. Um, So I started my podcast during when the pandemic started because I was losing my mind. I had my kids home and um, (laughs) I was like, I wasn't talking to anyone. Nobody wanted to get together. Everybody was afraid of everybody. And I was like, what can I do? So my thought was, I'm just going to start talking. And I was like, where can I talk where I can just, and so I came across this free program to learn how to podcast. And I just decided I'm just going to start talking and see if anyone listens. And it's, you know, so it did, it provide, provided me at that point, some, uh, some joy and some peace because I could talk to someone that I don't know who I was talking to, but I could just get my thoughts out of my head because I was struggling with having kids home with online learning. And it was a, crap show that, you know, that beginning part. And it was just so hard. And I meditate every morning. I, that's the very first thing I do when I wake up in the morning and that I've been doing it for three years. And I just do a 10 minute little calm app meditation. It's called the daily calm. And it, my kids know if they come in and my headphones are in, if they get up early and they're like, Oh, mommy's doing her calm and they'll leave, you know, they've gotten accustomed to it because that, if I don't start my day that way, then everything just seems to be wonky. And so that's where I connect with myself is in the morning. And then when I started my podcast, I was like, this is so flipping fun. And it's just like, I can just put a microphone in front of my face and just start talking. And so those little moments for me of talking, cause I like to talk. My husband says I can talk to a rock. He's like, you can talk to anything <laughs> because you just you talk and, you know, he's like, you listen and you just like to learn about people. And so I don't know if that exactly answered your question, but, um, it does, it provides me. I think it does. It sounds like it's, that's the outlet that you've had. And I love that you started it during COVID. I mean, I wish, I wish I had personally, because that was a rough, it was rough. It was, was and I was, it was, I think everybody on the planet was miserable for, and maybe some people still are, I don't know, we're what 19 months into this or whatever. I don't even know, but you know, I, I, I just felt like, no, I'm not afraid. I'm not, I'm, I just, I, and I want to talk about good stuff and I want to talk about, you know, I don't want to talk about fear. I want to talk about, you know, the joys of the world and the gratitude. I'm not sick. My kids aren't sick. We're home. We're together. And, you know, there were some really, I did, um, I think I called it the 12 days of coronation or something like that. Oh, I I love that. Yeah. I did like a new thing every week on, you know, how to survive coronation, you know, such a, 
it's well we just need a little more lightness right like it's there's such it's such a serious time it's pandemic i mean if you're curious of what day we're on we're on day 634 because i i put it on my i like 634. Um, I'm writing that down. Today is the 634th insane. day of COVID, um, of this pandemic. So, um, but I love that you start with meditation. I, I, do. I, I want that to be a daily practice. I, what I do is it's on my list, but I don't start with it. And I find that the days that I start with meditation, it just changes the whole day. Yeah. I, I really, and, and I love that your kids, you've just got them what trained, yeah, I mean, well, well, yeah, they're, they're it is trained kind of to understand that this is something that you need really. I mean, right. Because, yep. because there were times in the beginning, like I said, I think it's three, I mean, they're three or four years in. I have to look back, but, um, and they used to come in and like bounce on top of me and I'd be like, just give me five more minutes, <laughs> you know? And they'd be like, I'm ready to get up. I'm right. hungry. Blah, 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 blah. And I finally was like, guys, you just, this is just a small little snippet of time. You can go downstairs, you can, whatever you got, but just give me this time. And they kind of learned that I was cranky if they interrupted because I was like, oh, I was in my Zen. And now you're like in my face, you know? I know it's, yeah, it has become a good thing. And there are some days that, um, I, I think I've missed maybe 10 in the whole time. I don't know how many, but that's incredible. But on those days, I just, it's, like, I'm like, Oh, I got to get that in. I got to get, and then it becomes like a thing. Right. Well, that's what I always end up with. And then it's like four 30 in the afternoon and I'm meditating. I'm like, for what? So that I can get like, it just, it's like, I don't know. I, I, you're my inspiration, Jen. I'm going to try to do this before I do my other stuff because it matters that much. I think and I don't follow the rules. Like, I don't know. Cause I've read a lot about meditating and all the, you know, and they're like, you should sit up. You don't want to fall asleep, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, screw that. I'm like, this is where I am right now. I'm laying in my bed. I am not up yet. I'm putting headphones in and I'm taking 10 minutes laying here. And there are days where I'll fall asleep and I'll wake up and my phone is, you know, I've dropped my phone or whatever. It's like slid off the side of the bed. Or if there's mornings where I'm tired now it's dark, you know, when it's dark in the morning, you know, but I don't care because that is, it's, it's been, it's my routine. I feel good about it. And it, it just, it starts my day off on the right foot because it, yeah. it just, it sets me up for a win. It's my win for the day. I'm a, I'm a big proponent of winning the day and yeah. I make my bed every day. That's a win. And yeah. uh, I meditate every day. Those are my two wins. And I start my day with those wins and, you know, does the day always go great? No, but my enjoy the day philosophy is that we can at least find one thing every single day to enjoy and to find yeah. happiness and in, and because people will say, you know, today really sucked or it was what a t- terrible day. What a, no, they, there's one thing, at least, even if you're having the worst day in your entire life, and I don't know, the worst things are happening to you. There's gotta be something that you can find to enjoy. So even yeah. if it's two seconds <laughs> or whatever, it's, or it's true. Well, it's taking that time, right. To like, just be present and not be so much in that, like doing mode. I mean, I get into that too. Like just that yeah. do, 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 but yeah, yeah, taking time to be grateful and have gratitude. It's huge. It's Pollyanna. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, my, my husband and I are very different people. You know, I'm extremely optimistic and it's just how I, it's just my makeup. I don't know why people ask me all the time and I can't really explain it. 
But then my husband is the very opposite. You know, he's very, he calls it realistic, but I call it pessimistic, you know, so totally. <laughs> we combat each other. And I guess that's maybe why it works for each other. Cause we're not both like doo, 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 rainbow right. unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> he grounds me on some things yeah. too, but often I'm just like, dude, just look at, you know, whatever our cat like meowing. I don't know what totally. it is or because the kids are right like this morning they have these advent calendars um you know that they open every morning and they were like throwing their toys at each other and being crazy and like my husband was home because he had a doctor's appointment and he's like what the heck why is it so loud and why is there so much chaos and I'm like they're happy and yes some mornings I'm like please stop yelling we have to get to school and you know but yep. I have to stop and sometimes I really have to remind myself that their joy is a good thing and their craziness is a good thing. Cause at some point they're going to go away and have their own life. And I'm going to be like, man, it's so quiet here. You know? Yeah, I know. I, I mean, I, I feel like there's a lot of sensory input these days. There's oh. so much noise there and, you know, but it is, there's a lot of love too. And mm-hmm. I really relate to those dynamics. I feel like that's the same dynamics we have going on at me and my husband, it's, yeah, I can definitely be on that Pollyanna side too. So I, yeah, I and I say it in my podcast a lot and I'm like, I know I sound very Pollyanna and rainbows and unicorns, and, but you know what? That's just where I am. And I do feel like the world, the world is crazy, but it's also, it's a blessing. It, like this group, like meeting you, it's a blessing to me and it could be fleeting. I don't know, but I'm going to take it when it, yeah when it's here. Um, I, I totally agree. And, and I think that life is kind of what you make it. In fact, you know, I, there is, there are people who say, oh, that's just, you know, toxic positivity. And I'm like, yeah. that's the way I see it. But I just see the world that like, it is a very natural way of life for me. And I don't know why that, you know, that's just the, that's my outlook. And I do think that something happens when you are grateful for the lesson, even the, even the hard stuff. And now I will say this whole COVID stuff, it has been for somebody that loves to, to take your kids places and travel and and do all those things. It's been hard. It's been awful. It's been, and, and I'm not saying that, you know, I mean, like, I'm sure you feel the same way, but I'm not saying that every day is awesome. And I'm not saying that I am not like angry sometimes. And I don't cry my eyes out. And I, because I'm a real person too. You know, I was in a store yesterday and I was actually in a few stores just trying to return stuff and do stuff. And I didn't get my mask on fast enough because I'm in a state where you have to wear masks inside. And it drives me insane because I'm like, first of all, I like to see people's faces. I like to smile, whatever. And I was chased down, like as I'm walking, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. And I'm just like, I haven't, I just haven't gotten it on my face yet because I have a hat on because it's cold out and I can't get around my ears. And, you know, it's just like, oh my gosh, stop. You know, and it was three times. It was all three stores. And I'm like, I'm not going out anymore. Oh. It's not fun, you know, <laughs> it's, it's just a little, you know, but yeah. then it's sunshine outside and it's beautiful. And my kid comes home and he wants to ride his bike, even though it's 10 degrees outside. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yep. Totally. I mean, there's always life where you want to see it. And, and I do think perspective really matters. And I don't think that it has to be like, well, for example, I, I tend to my emotional outlet because I try not to bypass all of those hard feelings. They're there. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, 
it's not that we don't feel them. I kind of narrate my life to a soundtrack that I might, that's my, I love all your my, little reels. That you yeah. Do those are my singing. reels. I, I just, it. I put music to whatever frustrating situation that I'm going through. And what it does, it doesn't mean that I didn't feel frustrated with whatever situation. It's usually actually most of my soundtrack moments are out of frustration. It's like, I'm frustrated about this thing. What is the perfect lyric that goes along with this? And so that's not me not feeling something. It's kind of more like, this is the way I'm going to channel my creativity into something that now it's a really silly thing that I can kind of laugh at. And it doesn't mean that it's still not frustrating. So I think that that's kind of an important point that like you're saying is, um, you know, having that outlook doesn't take away the fact that you're still feeling real feelings too. And I, yeah. I think sometimes people miss that. I know that for me, people, people absolutely tend to they do. I mean, I've been told that, why are you always happy? And yeah. I'm like, I'm not always happy. I just, maybe I come off as always happy because that's when you see me, but I'm not always. And I don't want you to think that I'm not a real person either. And right. there, I mean, I've had some episodes on my, on my podcast where I'll start I'll, I'll start with the intro and I'm like, I'm kind of on a rant today and there haven't been that many, but I feel like I want to be real. You know, I don't want to be like, yes, it is all, you know, wonderful and everything because no, there are times where I'm angry and I'm like, I want to get this out. And I think this is going to help somebody else by allowing myself to be vulnerable or courageous or whatever you want to call it to, you know, talk about stuff that maybe is a little controversial, maybe is a little, you know, edgy, I don't know, yeah. or just that I'm ticked. And you know, I just, because motherhood is, it's insane. And it's 24 seven, it doesn't go away. It doesn't, my kids been having night terrors lately. So we have been up in the middle of the night, several nights, and it doesn't stop. And it's, it's great. And it's wonderful, but it, it, it doesn't stop. It's a whole, it's so it's all encompassing. Right. And, um, you know, I have these conversations, my sister just had her second baby. And so we, we get on video chat a lot, like a lot of days, most days we, we get to at least video chat, but she lives far away. She lives across the country. And we just always go back to this idea that we weren't meant to do this in such isolation. Like the way that we're doing motherhood right now, it's just not, I don't think we're cut out to do that. So your podcast of living, um, joyfully and well, joyful and well, did I, did I get that wrong? Joyful and well, yeah. Living joyful and well, um, is what kind of tips and tricks and, and things would you say can get us from that, like survival towards more thriving? I just think flipping your narrative, I guess. And that sounds again, probably kind of like, it's so easy for you and, but I think it's just, I don't know, my last, my latest episode was called Grateful AF because I was just like, you know, <laughs> just, I love that. There's some, like I said, there's crappy things that go on, but there's always something that you can be grateful for. And um, I don't know, I just, I find, you know, keeping yourself active helps too. Um, keeping your, your, um, food where, you know, eating real foods and, you know, keeping your, what you listen to and what you watch to a, 
a minimum, if it's, you know, if, if you're watching fear-based stuff or you're watching things that are going to put you into a tailspin, stop, you know, limit that, limit your consumption of things that could put you down rabbit holes that aren't a good place to be, you know, take that time for yourself. Like I, like we talked about meditation is huge and I don't think I do it right. I don't know what right is, but you know, there's so many, there's a bajillion different ways. I have, you know, bookshelves of, of books on different ways to meditate. And I've taken some courses and stuff like that. And I just feel, I feel like sitting in silence. That was one of my latest episodes too. You know, we, a lot of us are afraid to be silent and just to be yeah. quiet. Like I like to talk. I've said that, you know, I, I enjoy talking. I enjoy kibitzing with other people, you know, and but I also realized that I need to have that alone time where I can think and I can sometimes not even think and just zone out, you know, just, yeah. I was telling somebody yesterday, I was listening, I'm listening to this book. Um, it's by Corey Macera. Now I can't remember what it's called. Um, don't miss your life or something like that. Um, but anyways, I was listening to it in the car on the way home from doing these errands yesterday. And I got home and I thought, I have no idea what I was just listening to because I wasn't really listening to it. It was mm. on in the car, but yep. I was like zoned out and, you know, I, being present, most of us are not present. <laughs> right. You know, we're kind of like, what's the next thing? You know, I'm here, but I got to think about what, what's for dinner and what's, when right. do I put the kids to bed? And, you know, wh when do I have to return this? And what am I getting this person for Halloween, you know, for Christmas? And I don't know. It's just like, but silencing that sometimes and just sitting in nothingness yeah. is a good thing. And that's, you know, and that provides joy because to yeah. me that allows you to then be present in where you are. <laughs> right. I, I, I think that also, I mean, meditation has so many benefits, right. But for me, one of the biggest things I found is that it helps me approach myself with less judgment. I like, yeah. cause you're, you know, the whole idea is yes, getting still and, but then also like observing your thoughts rather than like judging them. And it's been really helpful for me, even though this is not as regular of a practice as it, I want it to be. Um, I've still like, you know, it's like a muscle, right. That we have mm -hmm. to just keep working, even like with our physical health, being active and yeah, all of those good habits we try to do with food and whatever. But like with meditation, like I do feel like there is, we're in autopilot, like most of the day, I feel yeah. like, in yeah. fact, I heard a statistic that it's up to 95% of the time that we're in autopilot, like just doing those regular. Yeah. Well, look, driving your kids to school or whatever. I mean, it is, it's the same kind of thing every single day, you know? Yeah. And, you know, by the end of the day, you're like, wow, what, what, what happened? And I, my husband will come home and be like, what'd you do today? I'm like, I don't know. I'm yeah. like, but I know I didn't sit down and I know I didn't yeah. you know, whatever. And, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, um, connecting with your, yourself as you call it, you know, your inner child or whatever is something that I don't think a lot of us even think about doing. I don't yeah. think it's something I think connecting with other people, you know, where, because we've been so disconnected for the last almost two years, yep. you know, you're either okay with connecting with other people and maybe connecting with yourself, or you've totally just disconnected from everything in general. And you're just 
in survival mode at this point. And I feel like a lot of people are just disconnected from themselves, from other people, from the world and are just surviving. And I don't know, you know, I, I started a mom group in May, um, because I felt disconnected from other human beings, but we couldn't be physically together. So I'm like, what can I do to like get people to get, get moms together? Because yeah. I feel like we thrive in community too. Totally. I know I do, yeah. <laughs> which is what this group, you know, I thrive. Yeah. I'm thriving now even more because I have connections with people yeah. and you're in a different state. All these, every single person I've connected with is not anywhere near me yeah. in, geographically. And I find that to be amazing. And, you know, so cool. I had almost given up on social media and the internet. It was just becoming so, because I was trying to be mindful of consuming. Well, I stopped following a lot of people, but what I found was there's all these great people out there that do want some of the same things that I'm looking for. And, and you're one of them. And it's so, it's been so fun. And I agree it's, there's, you can make it whatever you can make it because I think Kathy's the one who said a lot of people think that the internet is trash right now. It's a dumpster yeah. fire. And yet here we are. I know. And so I think, again, it's going back to that perspective of like, there, there really are good things when you look for them, when you go looking for them, you'll find them. And, um, so I'm, I'm so grateful for that. Cause I do Absolutely. think that's, that's part of it. Um, yeah, I, you know, what you focus on grows or whatever, right. you know, there's lots of different statements yep. about that, but I've always felt like my whole life, so much of what happens to you in your life is what happens between your ears, you know, what, yeah. you're, what happens in your head and what you're thinking about and what you're focusing on. And sure. If you're going to focus on the crappy things that are going on in the world and the, you know, the fact that we've been locked down sometimes and our kids have been home and what, then yeah, you're going to feel like crud all the time. But if you can mm-hmm. somehow look at, you know, something a little bit differently then you know, you can pull yourself out of that, which is, I think why all of us are here doing what we want to do, what we're trying to do with podcasting and groups and whatever is just to realize that, yeah, there's really crappy things that are happening, but it's okay. And we can do this together and we can find ways of joy and happiness and wellness and connection through the internet. And I, you know, I, as you just said, disconnected from the internet, from Facebook, from all of these platforms, because it was so negative, you know, whether it was election time or it was then COVID or whatever, it just became, everybody was at everybody. And I'm like, nope, this is not where I belong. This is not, I know. So, but I'm grateful I came back. And again, I don't know exactly how I came across, you know, Kathy's program, but it's good that I did because now, and I'm still not engaged totally in, in some of the platforms because I just still can't go back to it because it was Mm -hmm. so painful to me (laughs) to see how mean I, I don't understand mean, you know, I understand being upset and being angry and, but taking something out on someone else and, um, shaming people online. And I just... I can't, I just, I can't with yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. It it's provide hard. anything good to anyone. <laughs> no, I, but I will say I, it's, it's interesting, the connection piece, because I'm kind of a, I, I love podcasts, but I listened to this doctor and I'm not going to be able to remember what podcast it was on, but it was a while ago. Um, and he was talking about if he had a patient come in and they 
like were overweight, they were smoking and they were isolated. The first thing that he would say, even beyond the, the weight and the smoking was you need to get connected. And so, because he was just recognizing just how vital that is, not just like to yeah. me and you, maybe we're very people, 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 we love yeah. people, but for anybody, this is just the human condition is that you need to be not isolated. And so it is really sad that that's been a fact of COVID is more isolation, but he, I, I thought it was so interesting, even coming from a doctor of like, that would be my first thing to focus on. Not that the other ones, they matter, but you've yeah. got to get connected. Yeah. Well, you look at the people that have done like the crazy things that have happened, you know, the mass shootings, the whatever, they're usually from people that are isolated or that have disconnected from everything, you know, and if we can find ways to connect somehow, you know, with, even if it's one person, I don't know if it's a whole group or one, but, you know, to find that connection online, we're fortunate to have this, you know, I remember, um, Growing up, I would, I didn't have the internet. I mean, I yeah. grew up in the seventies and the eighties and um, <laughs> there wasn't anything, you know, we had phones attached to walls and whatever. And my brother is in the army. And when he first was deployed overseas, we wrote letters all the time. Yep. And we were so lucky the times that he was able to call us. And then throughout the years, then it became that you could video call. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can actually see you from across the world. This is crazy. You know, so it's just snowballed since then, obviously, but you know, the fact that we can have this conversation. It's amazing. It's amazing. I mean, it really is amazing. And it would have cost a small fortune too, right? Because long distance call, even if without the video too, which adds so much with our, you know, seeing each other and, but Yeah. yeah, it would have cost a fortune and yeah, it, nobody would have been able to do podcast. There was no. Nope. There were radio I remember shows. podcasting coming out thinking, what the heck is this podcasting? And I totally threw it, you know, set it aside. Like, I don't understand what this is. So, cause again, I grew up without all this stuff, you know, and I, I just sure. stay in my own little zone. And so forever, I mean, how long has podcasting been out? It's been out for quite a long time now, but only in the last few years have I actually started listening and been like, oh, this is pretty cool. What a neat medium. <laughs> you know? It really is. It's so cool. And I will say that part of my whole connecting with myself and my inner child. This is so fun for me because I'm the same. I mean, I don't know exactly what age you are, but when I was a kid, I would do radio shows, but I would do it on my, like I had like a cassette recorder. And so we would record it and that would be, I would give like the weather report and like, so I would do the, I I think I would do a news segment. I would interview people. So this does light me up because it's something that I, it was something that I pretended to do as a kid. It was like very fun for me. Absolutely. I wanted to be a sports reporter. Like that was, you know, initially I wanted to be a vet and then I realized, nah, I don't want to be a vet because I don't want to have to put animals or whatever. But then it became, I wanted to be, I always, I always love writing and I always loved again, talking. So I was like, I loved sports. So I'm going to be one of those first female sports reporters that gets to like talk to all the athletes and all this stuff. And so I would do the same thing. I mean, we had, you know, like boom boxes and stuff and I just turned 50 this summer. So it's like, you know, it's been a long, you know, it's been a long (laughs) journey and, (laughs) but yes. So like being able to just like not have to worry about, you know, what I look like or what I, um, I'm drinking that day, whatever. If I'm, you know, I don't know. I just think it's so neat to be able to just talk to other people and have a conversation and about whatever. And 
I know person if they want to or not. I don't know. It's just- this has been so much fun. Yeah. Is there anything else that you'd like to tell us about? You have a mom's group and what else do you have going on that people can get involved and connected with you? So, yeah, I started a mom's group called the LJW Collective. So Living Joyful and Well Collective. And it's for moms just to get together. Um, we do online we just had a happy hour last night that we just kind of got on and, and chatted. And I'm, I'm trying to incorporate some master classes every month on different topics. This month, I'm having a chef come in and talk about 30 minute meals. And next month, I hope you're going to come in. And Yay! so it's just like looking for ways to connect moms from throughout the world, like-minded moms that want to just hang out and not worry about what they look like, what they, you know, how old their kids are, whatever, and just yeah. Have, have a, a moment together. And, you know, we, we've done some challenges and it's, it's slow going, but it's, I think it's, I'm not great at promoting <laughs> because I just, I love to promote other people, people's things, but I feel like this is so important to have a, a connection with other moms, knowing that you're not alone in this crazy nut filled journey. Um, <laughs> So, <laughs> so I, I, I think it, May and, it is, you know, it's you know. so needed. And I think there's a difference between being busy because moms can be super busy, but not still not connected. So I think yeah. that yeah. it's just such a good service that you're offering. I mean, I'm going to promote it like crazy. So I, <laughs> I love really it. Fun. I want to join. It's fun. And it's off social media because, you know, I, which has been a little bit of a challenge too, I think in the whole thing, because I was hell bent on not being on one of the social platforms and realizing now several months in, you know, it's a little bit more difficult to remember to get on. It's on a platform called circle. So there's an app and everything. So it's not like you have to get on your computer or whatever, but it's been a learning curve, just like anything of like encouraging people. Okay. Remember to get on, you know, into the group and, and engage. And so I've thought about maybe I should go back onto social media and I'm just like, no, I'm like, I'm going to stick with it for now and see how it works out. (laughs) Yeah. You know, nobody can take it away. (laughs) Right. Well, I mean, I think that it's not just, there's a lot of people that are done with it. And, and so even as I've done some of my groups, um, I'm on my like second little challenge, we're going to do, um, 12 days of inner child, which is similar to your 12 days of, uh, coronacation or, what you did. Um, but it's kind of just like, this is the busiest time of the year. How can we stay connected? Um, but there are still some people who don't want to join the particular platform that it's on. So it is interesting to kind of navigate that. And yeah. And you're not going to please everybody. I understand that. And my biggest thing is I just want people to feel welcome. And I want people to feel like they can get onto my platform, our group and talk about whatever they want to talk about. And, you know, as long as it's, you know, not (laughs) something where they're being nasty or whatever, but you know what I mean? I have rules and, but I just, it's been great. And there's, we're small right now, but we're connected. And Mm -hmm. I actually, at one point was like, maybe I should, you know, restart it over again. And one mom was like, this is my lifeline right now. Please Mm -hmm. don't do anything different. And I was like, I'll keep it going just for you, you know, because she's like, it gives me some something to look forward to when, cause we do a book club and wow. you know, we just have book discussions and you don't have to come, you, you don't have to read the book in order to come to the discussion. It's just, mm-hmm. it's very, um, casual. <laughs> I love that. I, what a service you are giving people. I mean, I, I know that it's needed. We, I, 
I'm your cheerleader. I want to join your, I, I need to join your group. Honestly, I, I'm gonna I open it. it up again, probably January or February. It, I close it because I want people to feel like, okay. you know, they're, um, they, they can get in there and they can kind of yep. get their feet wet and stuff like that. And I, I don't, you know, I, I don't want people in and out and whatever. So I've opened it twice. Um, yeah. and we'll open it again after the first year, I'm going to do a boot camp. Um, I think I'm going to call it the win your day boot camp because I'm big on winning your day and having a win, um, a three or five day boot camp, and then, you know, go into opening up the collective. So, Oh, I yeah. love that. Yeah. Okay. So, Is there yeah. a place that, that people can find you on social media right now? So pretty much everything is at living joyful and well, um, on Instagram is where I spend most of the time. I like to DM in Instagram. I like to, I try to do reels. I'm not very good at them. Um, you know, I, that's where I spend most of my time though, interacting with people. Um, but, um, I do, there's a waiting list. I have a, um, link tree, like a, a link in the bio or whatever, where you can get on the waiting list for the collective. Um, and that way I can email you when it opens. And so, um, I have at living joyful and well on Facebook as well, but I'm not very active on there. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I recorded a meditation. There's a gratitude meditation that's free on my website also, which is livingjoyfulandwell.com. And I have a phone little, um, what do you call it? Um, phone wallpaper that is Another one of my sayings, smiling through the chaos. So that's free also. That is very nice. So there's just some little stuff that I just want moms to be happy. (laughs) So what it all boils down. That's really powerful. I mean, we are with our little people that we're raising. And so if we are, if we're well, we can pass that on to our our people. Yeah. And that's important because we're raising the next generation. You know, if they're sad and unhappy and mad and whatever, then that's what we're going into. So, yeah, I'm glad you, I, I, that's a really powerful thing to take personal responsibility. I I think that that's a hard thing. And and the fact that you know that, and you acknowledge that, that this is the power we have with our kids is to be well first ourselves. It's really It takes, it takes work. It takes effort and it takes community. So thank you for being on here. And it was so lovely to chat with you. Thank you for having me. It's been, it's been a pleasure. Thank you.